about how you got here. Have you both met Maggie? Uh, no, we haven't. Hi, I'm Frida. And I'm Teddy. And I'm Satan. Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. We watch it and then immediately discuss it right afterwards. <laughs> we sure did. Like, we go there, we, we watch the movie, and then we just come right in here and we just talk about it. I want to stress that. Yeah, we just watched the movie. Just watched it. Now we're in here and we're talking about it. I'm Tom. I'm here with Brittany and Eric. Hello. Hello. And there is no Dennis tonight, actually. He uh, had to withdraw from the show. He had a lot of other stuff going on, so uh, we wish him the best of luck. Good luck, Dennis. Good luck. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's say what we watched, which is the 1989 movie, Girlfriend from Hell. Uh, this was Britney's selection, so why don't you tell us why you chose this movie? <sighs> I just think I came across it in my extensive research. Of extensive? Just, yeah, which just requires Googling shitty titles that, <laughs> I, that I've already seen and seeing what pops up under Related. Um, I skipped through it on YouTube, yada, yada, yada. You know, that same old yarn. <laughs> and uh, I was like, no, but I kind of wanted to pick it because it seemed like a straight up comedy, which is a departure from what I am usually drawn to. I usually want to do like horror or action or something like super cheesy. Well, it's funny you say that because you've chosen Society, Flesh Eating Mothers, now this, all the exact same type of horror comedy. I didn't think Society was really a comedy. I think it was. It played it very straight up until the end. Yes, the end was just fucking zany. Yeah. I think uh, calling that a comedy would be a little bit of a stretch. It definitely had some dark comedic moments. Yeah. I think it was a horror movie with some comedic undertones, and then it just went off the rails at the end. Yeah, and then Flesh Eating Mothers was like horror comedy, where I feel like this one was comedy with like horror undertones. Yeah. All right, yeah. The opposite end. All right, I'll buy it. But yeah, that was my inspiration. And that was why? So uh, why don't you sum up uh, what it was about, if at all possible? (laughs) No, that's pretty simple. It's a... Um, it's basically about this really shy, timid girl who gets possessed by the devil and she becomes this wild party girl and she's like out with her friends for a night on the town and just wreaks havoc and chaos ensues and it's up to a select few to try to stop her and kill the devil. That is pretty good. (laughs) A select few being, um, well, this, our character named Chaser who is, uh, in purgatory yeah, so this movie opens with like a desert landscape, and this guy has like a futuristic taser gun, <laughs> and he just keeps shooting this like glittery, glitterly. It was like a glitter. <laughs> 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 glitterly. It's, it's glitterly, glitterly a pile. A pile of glitter. <laughs> <laughs> glittery <laughs> pile of something. And it morphs into different shapes, and basically that's like the cold opening for this dude is like, uh, he's... He's <laughs> like a nerd in a trench coat. Yeah, he looks yeah. like uh, Billy from Power Rangers. Yeah. I was like, she's just like a tough guy from Purgatory who's basically trying to rein her in. Yeah. Yeah, we, we find all this out like about 70 minutes into this 90 minute movie, <laughs> <laughs> which... <laughs> made this movie very confusing. <laughs> it, it, it did. His his role especially. Yeah. Yeah, because it seemed like those segments existed just to give you like a bull flat out details about the story. He was like, oh, this devil, you know. 
<laughs> chasing you for so so long yeah nothing and then it would just, time frame and then it would just flash back to like the party scene and everyone would be having a great time <laughs> i was like why is this even in here <laughs> i know exactly what's going on thanks exposition <laughs> yeah it, i don't know it was just so weird so i mean i guess the movie was kind of all over the place which kind of you it know didn't, every it, it, single place it could go <laughs> i like don't even know what to say about it i was like flustered yeah. Yeah. Is it too I'm much like, to handle? It was. My brain's just like <laughs> going like a mile a minute. There was just way too much to digest in this movie. Are we in uh, Robo Vampire territory now? No. Not quite that bad. Worse. Worse. Worse than Robo Vampire, a movie Wha- that literally makes no sense. Well, I- <laughs> Robo Vampire made literally no sense. Yeah. This movie was just a really simple plot. It was just it was a, va- uh, a gag vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of felt like a Warner Brothers cartoon stretched over 90 minutes. Yeah, it didn't really take itself too seriously, I don't think. So I, I mean, mean, yeah, that's true. I agree. Yeah, so I, it, the whole plot was put in place to deliver all these jokes that they wanted to mm. tell, which were all over the place, which always it didn't always stick. I'd say most of the time didn't stick, at least yeah. for me. It, it ranged to like really like Solid 80s, silly, absurdist comedy, like, for example, Airplane, um, which I'll get to in my favorite parts. And then it just went to, like, straight up, like, garbage nonsense comedy, like, people falling down. Uh, oh, yeah. And, like, just, they just kind of, like, jam-packed it with anything they could think of. And it didn't usually pay off. No, yeah, nothing, I agree. Nothing, like, flowed into everything else nicely. Yeah, it, it didn't, there wasn't any, like, uh, it wasn't very cohesive. Didn't, yeah. didn't hang together very like well. It opened with the desert, and then it was like, okay, these 20-somethings are getting ready for so-and-so's birthday. I, oh, it's their friend Rocco, who's a tough guy. Oh, uh, he's awesome, by Obviously, the way. Obviously, his name is Rocco. Yeah. Um, and they're setting up their two friends, one of which is the main character, Maggie, who's the super shy, timid girl, with their other friend, Carl. And I'm using the friend in the, word friend <laughs> in the loosest sense of the word, because all these people are terrible to each other. <laughs> Um, but they're setting Maggie up on a blind date, and it goes terribly wrong, and then a flaming flash of light flies out of the sky and hits her in the chest, and then she's possessed by the devil. Yeah. And that's basically the springboard into the entirety of the movie. Which is just a broad stroke of, of attempts at uh, jokes. Yeah. Yes. Though I honestly think the first half hour was, was fairly cohesive, because they were still doing setup. I agree. I can. They were kind of focusing on like this devil character. Yeah. And, you know, the exploits that she was getting up to. And I thought the entire movie was going to play out that way. Mm-hmm. And the unfortunate part is it kind of falls off those rails after, like, the 45 Venom arc. Yep. Yeah. yeah. yeah it doesn't focus so much on her anymore. No. And it's kind of like the good guys trying to defeat her. But yeah. they're just boring idiots. Yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it. our, uh, our, our chaser character, the our, our hunky purgatory guy. Yeah, his name hunky. is just Chaser. Because his name is he Ch- is... The chaser. Yeah, he's chasing devils. Um, yeah, him and uh, the woman, one of her, Maggie's best friend or something, you know, it started to focus on them a lot and like their their whole relationship in a weird way. And it was, I didn't buy it. Yeah, it yeah. made it seem like they were going to like hook up or something. Yeah. And I didn't know why they were going there because he was such an awful idiot pig. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't very good. No. Every time a woman said a sentence to him, he was like, hey, can I feel your tits? Oh, it's always like women. equally awful. <laughs> yeah, bad. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a, a low point. I don't know. I just I got a very weird vibe from this movie. Like it felt like someone had watched like a bunch of eighties like sex comedies like Porky's and Animal House. They said, I'm gonna write mine too, but they didn't know how to write like the alphabet or anything. <laughs> so they just like threw a bunch of stuff on the paper and just kinda decided what stuck. 
And the main reason I come to that conclusion is that they literally make a reference to Animal House. Oh, and yeah. And it might be the worst reference I've seen in a movie because they literally reference one of the other actors who was also in Animal House. Chaser looks at the camera and says, I bet she's out with that blonde guy from Animal House. <laughs> and I know you looked on IMDb and we're like, uh, yep, that guy was yeah. in the house. Yeah, we're like, oh my god, I bet that that's that's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on top of everything else, this movie just broke the fourth wall a couple mm-hmm. times, and like not a good. And I'm a huge fan of of breaking the fourth wall. Like when it's used right, it always makes me laugh. It's always a great piece of comedy, and this one didn't do it right, man. And it's because they just did it one time. They did like, it twice. Did they do it twice? They did it once then, and then the very last shot of the movie, um, when the the people woke up or. Um, when, when, they, when they got their souls back. When they got their souls yeah. back and the devil was gone and Maggie and her date are, are back together. And then he looks at the camera like right before it cuts into the galaxy outer space stuff. Oh, I missed that part. I but. did too. Oh, yeah. He just kind of looks at the camera like, time to do it again. Um, but going back to what Eric said about the movie, not really knowing like what it was or like going in too many different directions. I felt like it was simultaneously like a USA made for TV movie. But at other times, it was so vulgar. <laughs> like, they had people giving each other head in, like, a closet. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, like, super sexual sometimes and, like, super vulgar. Then other times, it was, like, really cheesily overacted and just felt like it belonged on USA at, dude, like, midnight or something. Dude, d- that's <laughs> so funny you say that because uh, there was that midnight show on USA that was Rhonda something, right? Midnight with Rhonda or something like that. Do you remember that show? No. They, they, okay, uh, it was on... Familiar. Yeah, no, it was on Late Night USA, and they used to show movies exactly like this. I wonder if and it was on there. It totally could have been, but it was funny, because when we did the flesh... This movie reminded me of Flesh Eating Mothers. Same vibe. Yeah. Really? Same vibe. Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. It, it feels like it's in the same camp. I agree. Oh, I they, they had very similar vibes going on. I guess I can see that in the sense that neither one took themselves very seriously. Yeah, it was like slapstick horror, but like not too far of horror. It was more like slapstick comedy horror mm. in a weird way, but no, they... they, they live in the same camp and uh when i was looking up stuff on flesh-eating mothers someone had said that's the first place they saw that movie was on that uh, usa late night, USA late night with ronda or whatever it's called that's really weird so there's a connection there because i felt that and then you said that we should look into that i would absolutely look into that <laughs> <laughs> you have my word anything else um i think we've gone over like the the worst parts of it like the the broad comedy that usually failed uh, the casual sexism that is just rife in this movie. It's super uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's not very casual. No, it's, it's, it's in fact, yeah, they're, it's intentional. <laughs> yeah, it's it's right in your face. But uh, on the topic of the broad comedy strokes, I will chalk that up as not necessarily just a failure, but as a risk as well, because I've got to give them credit for just fucking trying anything. Yeah. They, they just tried everything. And yeah, maybe it was a funny. risk. I mean, it didn't pan out all the time. No. But I suppose it was a risk. And it did pan out sometimes. I mean, I did laugh at this movie a few oh, times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. It's kind of hard not to. I mean, the whole thing's a gag. Yeah. So really if is. you didn't laugh at it, it would. I mean, it didn't do its job, obviously. And maybe this just isn't something you're into. And see, I was initially going to list overacting as a failure. Mm-hmm. But now I might add that to risks because I feel like a lot of it m- must have been intentional. 
oh yeah get that like wicked over-the-top reaction like the um the the super religious couple yeah so overactive but so overactive. i don't know if i would even care about those characters at all if it was like done subtly or competently <laughs> yes exactly and it's point. funny that yeah. you say that because under overacted i wrote power of the bible <laughs> <laughs> she screams that so zealously <laughs> yeah she does that pretty well um so we've gone over some of the you know the the, the shortcomings the risks uh we've laughed at this movie we did have uh, you know somewhat of a decent time let's talk about some successes let's go right into it um uh, you have anything eric i was gonna say the the uh the devil via maggie mm-hmm. i thought that character was a lot of fun she yeah was like Lita Ford crossed with Elvira. Like <laughs> she was just like this eighties party rocker chick, um, just causing all sorts of mayhem, trying to run down nuns. Awesome. Yes. Hair. Starting like a fight with like a karate goon in an alley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> taking people's souls and turning them to the same skeleton dummy every time. I completely agree. It was like a wicked fun, campy character. Yeah. I love that character. She was um, awesome. Yeah, she did I, a great job. She was basically just like a ten year old boy. Yeah. Like I, she was so obnoxious <laughs> and like truthful, but in like the dickheadish way that only children are truthful. Yes. And I wrote down uh the sneezing on the sweater when she opened Rocco's <laughs> gifts and she was like, Another sweater and she like sneezed on it. That and then flicking the water at her friend at the oh restaurant and then spitting the wine at her from between her teeth. I was like, this is all stuff that a little asshole kid would do. Yes. Like, I just so love perfect. that dynamic. They made her so immature and just like, and, well, in essence, and that not is the devil. diabolical at all. <laughs> yeah. She's just like petty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that is the devil, right? Like I mean, petty, it's very childish. Girl. <laughs> yeah, just childish and, and just like a free spirited mean. mean person. Like, yeah. And I thought the actress pulled it off really well. Yeah, she did I, a good I, job. I think she was the most believable character for someone that was like such a ridiculous caricature. Actually, the the guy who played Chaser, he was one of the dudes from uh, Twin Peaks, I guess. I don't know. Really? I never watched Twin Peaks. It's on Me the neither. list. I've been meaning to. It was on the list. The movie had sweet ass music. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> it, the, the music was awesome, and that's. The music was an element that reminded me of Flesh Eating Mothers, too. Like, just that music track that's always there. Mm-hmm. And it was always there. And it might not have been right for the scene, but it was always there. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they were pretty adamant about putting that in. Yeah. And, I mean, early on, I was I was joking about, like, the theme song to the, to the <laughs> movie. And it yes. sounded like a Rick Springfield karaoke track. Oh, yeah. And, like, the more it went on, the like, usually when I say, oh, man, this movie's got, like, a great 80s soundtrack, I usually just mean, oh, yeah, they managed to afford a Casio keyboard and they just plunked at it for a while, <laughs> which is good in its own way. But, like, yeah, this, actually, <laughs> this actually had, like, a dude creating, like, a very 80s vibrant soundtrack. It had, like, elements of, like, 80s hip-hop and 80s oh, totally. like, synth, uh, 80s industrial. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the whole thing felt really cool. It hair very, metal? It was very successful Yeah, lots of hair me. metal. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciated that. Yeah, so overall, I would say the movie had some successes it did a pretty good job in some aspects uh the glitter pile i mean the effect the effects of the glitter pile uh very appropriate glitter (laughs) very appropriate for the time all the uh, other transformation and zipping laser effects of uh you know people moving fast and and the devil entering your body all that stuff was super cheesy i felt like the cheesy effects totally lended to the overall feel of it as well totally like when she zapped her and it was just like squiggly paint lightning coming from her fingers <laughs> and then all the dead bodies were awesome they were just oh, yeah. i wrote down mummy dummy because <laughs> they were just skeletons that had like paper mache rotten mummy faces yeah and every single one of them were like that like she sucked the soul out of them which she did she did yeah um anything else before we want to go ahead and call out some favorite parts 
I have so many favorites. <laughs> Do you? I have a few. All right, let's start with you then. I have a few up my sleeve. Um, first of all, I fucking love Rocco. He was <laughs> awesome. Um, he was just a typical meathead idiot walking around insulting everything. It was his birthday party. He was like, balloons, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> chips are stupid. Cats, stupid. stupid. <laughs> his girlfriend's like nagging him the entire time. Like, I blew up every single one of these balloons. Oh my God. I just want to go to the hockey um, game. <laughs> this party's stupid. But yeah, he, him and his girlfriend are like bickering and he grabs a balloon and just pops it. And then she bitches at him and then punches him square in the face <laughs> for popping it. And then like five seconds later, kicks him in the face, which I thought was just amazing and unnecessary. Everyone's always <laughs> punching each other in the face in this movie. A lot of punches. A lot of punches. Yes, and everyone <laughs> is punched. <laughs> So many times. And it makes the same low quality like punching sound effect every time. It sounds completely out of place. Yeah, literally in this movie, every time it was like every time someone should have just rolled their eyes, they would get punched in the face <laughs> instead. <laughs> um my other favorite part was both of the times she got thrown out the window. Oh <laughs> yeah. That time, was genuinely hysterical. It was I don't remember who kicked her out the window the first time, but she like rolled down the roof and then just like face planted. Chaser on the pushed lawn. her out. Yes. And then she climbed back up, which I thought the second time was even funnier because he grabbed like a vase of flowers and turned around. And she was right there and he like gave her the flowers and she was like, oh, and then he just cracked <laughs> her in the face with the vase. She like rolled down the roof again. I was like, that was way funnier than I probably should have thought it was. No, that part was excellent. It yeah. was minorly clever. In yeah. A movie full of really dumb gags. Yeah. Well, it, it's see, it's funny because that is like a slightly derivative gag, but yeah. they pulled it off so well. Remind me of like Looney Tunes or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like someone briefly breaking character out of just out of the the the, the dedication to the silly little gag. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's hysterical. I was pleased with that. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Eric, what do you got for favorite parts? Nuns with guns. Nuns <laughs> with guns. Oh, my God. Okay, so um, they, they leave Rocco's party so they can go get like a bite to eat at some Italian fancy restaurant. <laughs> and Sorry, uh, uh, Maggie, now overtaken by the devil, offers to drive, and she drives like a lead foot. <laughs> and she finds a, bunch of, <laughs> she finds a bunch of nuns out on the street and tries to run them down. One of the old nuns does a sweet forward flip to avoid the car oh and yeah takes out a handgun starts shooting at the car <laughs> then another nun takes out another handgun starts shooting at the car another one takes out a shotgun and starts shooting then it just cuts to one shooting an uzi at the car and then another one takes out a rocket launcher misses and blows up another car <laughs> like that is just that is just strikes me as something ridiculous you'd see in an 80s comedy oh maybe yeah. not an airplane level but maybe like top secret or like oh, one yeah. of those derivative kind of airplane-ish type movies. Hot shots. Think, yeah, exactly. I think that was really my favorite part too, but I knew like everyone <laughs> yeah. was like we could all say calling we loved dibs it. on it. It was pretty much oh, the best. It was, was the best great. part. Well, the best part too is like the camera was actually, you know, dollying down the line of nuns in one <laughs> <Yes>. smooth motion, <laughs> one nun after the other having the bigger gun than the last. <laughs> And it was, uh, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah it was like another set. Looney Tunes-ish kind of setup. Yeah. It's totally. Just over the top. But I like how it set the stage for us like 30 seconds of nuns talking about how the neighborhood is getting so dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And like the mother superior is like scolding them for being armed. <laughs> and then they almost get run down by the devil. <laughs> and then just proceed to destroy her. But not. But not at all. <laughs> but not Failing, all. yeah. Weapons of mass destruction that destroyed nothing <laughs> but a car. <laughs> um, I would say one of my favorite parts of this movie is, uh, so he's 
our our tracer character he's got a big trench coat on mm. and uh mary poppins trench the mary poppins <laughs> trench as it's so written down as uh and he's he's randomly pulling stuff out of it con- like constantly <laughs> yeah and just like Disca- discarding it like immediately like what is this what is- get rid of this and oh this is a beer chug chug and then at one point in time he's he's like giving some he's got some sort of speech some monologue going on and he just pulls out chattering yeah teeth. He, goes, he goes i he's like i know what'll stop her and then he reaches into his jacket and pulls out no, chattering ch- teeth. <laughs> and then he just tosses it i love a nice chattering teeth gag man Fantastic. i just love it yeah, this just had like Looney Tunes. What's, all over I'll say it. once an, another Looney Tunes style gag. Obviously, the success is if they had stuck to the entire theme of the movie being like that and not just attempting to stick everything to the wall. But actually, even if we think about it, the fourth wall th- stuff we didn't like, but that is also slightly Looney Tunes as well. True. Very I think true. they just didn't execute it correctly. It, I agree. Do you think that that's just classic relatable humor and that's why it works? Yeah, it's well, it's, it's derivative stuff. It's stuff that's been done a hundred times and then they did it right and it's just generally funny it's yeah i agree low-hanging fruit kind of stuff but they did it right and it was worth it true I agreed agree. any other favorite parts before we rate it lobster face oh shit <laughs> <laughs> so um, i forgot about that <laughs> when when the party arrives at the italian restaurant uh they're told that it's going to be a 45 minute wait so the devil walks up to a table where someone is enjoying a fine lobster dish <laughs> and she just snaps her fingers and the lobster comes to life and latches onto this guy's face <laughs> And he just lets out, like, the greatest... I don't think it was a stock scream, but it sounded like it might have been. Like, for example, you know all the stock scream like, sound effects. Like the Wilhelm scream. And yeah. The, yeah. And, like, all the ones that you might hear in, like, a game like GoldenEye or something. <laughs> yes. You've heard them a hundred times. I think this was an original one. I think they recorded a great scream. <laughs> this guy was just like... <laughs> and then she's just like, table's open over here. I'm like... Phenomenal. Like, <laughs> no one gave a shit. No one, no one in the restaurant cared. I love that. <laughs> Just such 80s cynicism. <laughs> yeah, that totally agree. Any other? And is that it? Any uh, other favorites? You want to squeak them in before we move on to uh, favorite parts? I think I'm good here. Oh, um, when Rocco's awful girlfriend Alice was yelling at Maggie, the devil. And then, because Maggie can just control people with her mind, yeah, uh, she makes Alice smash a cake in her own face, <laughs> which I just thought was hilarious. Again, classic gag. I'm surprised uh, we didn't see like a spring-loaded boxing glove in this movie. Oh my god, that would have just put it over the top. I think it would have. It yeah. would have popped out of his trench coat if it was going to be. Oh, that would have been great. He pulls up the trench coat. It just boing. I wonder if there's deleted scenes. Or one of Rocco's presents. She opens it. <laughs> Bring... Punches her in the face. Uh, that would be excellent. But um, let's rate it. You know what? Eric, you start rating. Uh, how, uh, like For as much as we've managed to recall about this movie that was enter- like genuinely entertaining, I think I got to give it a fuck off because the last half of the movie is very boring. Uh, it's very heavily laden with like exposition that should have shown up like about 30 minutes earlier yeah it explains the entire plot and it's not particularly funny it's not particularly interesting it was draggy yeah i don't really care about the diane character i don't care about the chaser character pretty much the entire last half of the movie is the devil not being on screen and she's the most entertaining character in the movie yeah they're like we're gonna wander around and look for her for 20 minutes and then we're gonna teleport to another planet and then you're gonna give me like a 10 minute flashback about when you first met the devil and you were like in a film noir movie yeah (laughs) that's weird there's just so much shit crammed into 20 minutes that I was like what it was very cartoonish this thing was very like we're just coming to the conclusion this was just a live action cartoon pretty much it was very cartoonish yeah it, it didn't 
understand what it should have been for a lot of it, and unfortunately, a lot of it was near the end. So I'm kind of left with a less favorable impression of it than if the whole movie had been like it was at the beginning. I thought the first half hour was really solid. I can I can follow that. Um, Brett, what do you think? Um, I'm going to give it a what the fuck. You're going <laughs> to give it a what the fuck? Yeah. Right. I mean, it was just bizarre, all over the place, like schlocky, campy ridiculousness. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was amazing. Um, I did get a lot of laughs out of it. It was entertaining. It. I was engaged by it mm. almost entirely the whole time. I mean, even in the p- parts yep. that were draggy, I was still like, wow, like what is going how is this movie going to end? <laughs> yep. Um but yeah, I would have to give it a what the fuck, like straight down the middle, like Yeah. It was partially fun to watch, partially a little draggy, so I feel like that's a fair rating. Yeah, I can buy that. And um I'm going to agree with Eric on this one. It gets a fuck off from me for for the, the same reason. And I would say that it's not that the movie was bad in any way, actually. It's one of those, you know, if you like this style of, of slapstick comedy with some horror elements, uh, it's basically if if children were allowed to have adult humor, <laughs> yeah. this would be it. Yeah. Um, so if you like that kind of thing, sure, give it a watch. It's silly. I wouldn't deter anyone away from watching it. But I'm still going to give it a fuck off. Yeah, I do have to remind us that we had a laggy internet connection, and we did watch this movie on YouTube. So there was a few parts where we had to let it buffer, and <laughs> okay, it, it made this movie about 40 minutes longer than it should have been. Yeah, and I'm not going to... no why, fault yeah. of its own. Yeah, I tried not to even in- involve like the pace of the movie, because I know it's skewed Yeah, because of that. So but on I, the other hand, it was in laser disc quality. Oh, with a Z, laser disc. Any final thoughts? Any final um, thoughts whatsoever? I don't know. This didn't really leave with too much I'm not gonna, impression. Yeah, I would say I'm not going to think about this movie ever again. No, <laughs> I, I agree, man. Like this isn't going to linger. Everyone always hates my movies. No, Brittany, it's okay. It's so weird because I feel like all your movies have such the same vibe so far. Like, I don't know. Maybe you can disagree about society, but I feel like it's the best version of what these movies are. Yeah. I don't know. I feel I it. try not to do, like, too much research either. That's funny. Like, I I'll mean, skip through it a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe I need to do less research. Less research? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because, I don't know, maybe, because, like, I read the synopsis, and then, like, I'll look into it a little bit. I mean, I don't spoil the whole thing for myself by of any course. means, but, I don't know, maybe I'm trying to get too good of an idea of what something is before I watch it, and that's just not working out. I don't know. I wouldn't say I've disliked any of the movies you picked. Yeah, same. I think, yeah, I think they've actually all gotten fuck-offs, which is not <laughs> as bad as it sounds. Which Excuse is me. like a D. Excuse me. No. Society did get a shunt yes from me. Oh, that is true. <laughs> it's true. We did a harsh shunting. <laughs> All right. So that is it. You've been listening to Second Class Cinema. We watched Girlfriend from Hell. She's back from hell. <laughs> Father Aaron. <laughs> no work of God. No work of Damon. No work of Damon. No devil of the sea. No Damon of the sea. <laughs> uh we watched this movie on YouTube tonight, and apparently it's also on Laserdisc. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your local savers, look in the vinyl section. They might have accidentally stocked it there. <laughs> uh, like some other movies we've seen. Um, yes, he'd be one of them. Uh, if you would like more information, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Cinema. We're on Twitter, at 2ND Class Podcast. That's the number two. 
ND Class Podcast. You can email us at secondclasscinema at gmail.com. We're on, we're on YouTube as well. Um, find us on Podbean. We have some cool stuff on the, on the Podbean site. We have a gift catalog. And we have all the movies we've watched embedded on a page on our site so you can kind of follow along if you'd like. Sit there for 16 hours and waste your life. Waste your life away, <laughs> just like we do. For you, by the way. Because we are your B-movie well, buffer. You, you don't have to, because we do it for you. Exactly. We tell you whether or not it's worth watching. That's our job. We're going to give you the skinny. Or the chubby, depending on the movie. <laughs> uh, what movie gave me a chubby? Society gave me a chubby. That's for it sure. gave me, uh, it made me pop a high one. That's right. <laughs> Fantastic news. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news, Eric Marks pops a high one. Um, and just so we all know, next month is going to be what we call cult month. And that's going to be where we do the most popular cult movies. We're going to do things like Miami Connection. We're going to do Samurai Cop. Uh, a couple other movies that we know we're going to pick. Uh, we'll, we'll spoil them all for you, I guess. Um, but basically, the most popular movies in the cult universe, we're going to do them. Uh, we haven't done those yet. So uh, we'll also be having special guests on for the entire duration of cult month. Uh, have a rotating seat, so you'll be able to hear a lot of different uh, perspectives and opinions. Always good. I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm too. Excited. I can't wait. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. We're really excited about it. That's it, and we'll see you later. Later. Good night. God, what happened to those guys? She sucked their souls. You're kidding. Look at them. Oh, you think they got this way from just a blowjob? <laughs> <laughs>